0: So often the enemy tries to bring a couple things up in your life to shake your faith in what God has spoken into your uh, over your life. But how many of you uh, really truly believe that the devil is a liar? I'm gonna try that one more time. How many of you believe the devil is a liar? Everything the devil brings to your mind is a lie. Everything he brings to your heart is a lie. Everything that he brings that is contrary of the Word of God, it is to deceive you and to move you off what God's purpose is for your life. Amen. I want to read this to you real quick, to, and I, I, I don't know how many points I'm going to get to, but because there's something that God just put in my, it dropped in my spirit that I can't wait to get out. I don't even know if I'm going to have time to lead into it. I just want to belt it out. Uh, but in Genesis chapter 22, if you can get Genesis chapter 22, if you're watching online, Genesis chapter 22. We're going to start reading at the first verse. If you have it, shout, I got it. If you need a second, say, hold on a second. Genesis chapter 22. And this is the story of Abraham taking his son up to to Mount Moriah to sacrifice him. Now it came to pass, verse 1, after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. And he, and then he said, take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering. And, arose and took and went to the place which God had told him Then on the third day Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off And Abraham said to his young men stay here with the donkey uh, The lad and I will go yonder to worship And we will come back to you Somebody shout they went to worship So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, "My father." And he said, "Here, I, here, I am, my son." Then he said, "Look, there's the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering?" And Abraham said, "My son, God will provide for Himself the lamb for a burnt offering." So he took the two, so the two of them went together and you know the rest of it I, but I do want you to tell somebody next to you God will provide for himself to tell somebody else God will provide for himself God tell one more person God will provide for himself now father in the name of Jesus I do bless you and I thank you and I give you the praise and I thank and I pray God for these next few moments you would speak to us from the Word of God and you would encourage somebody and God, I do give you the glory because you, don't, you simply don't forget. The reality is that you simply do not forget. When we, when we forget, when we get weak, when we lay, our, lay down our belief, you simply do not forget. And sometimes, God, you honor yourself in spite of us, you honor yourself in us in spite of ourselves. And we thank you, God, and we give you the praise now. In Jesus' name, somebody shout, Amen. You can be seated in the presence of God real quick. Um, um, I asked early on how many of you still believe God? How many of you still believe God? And, and that's really important, particularly right now uh, and in today's in today's world and sometimes in the space where we are prophetically in our lives. I want you to understand this about your life, uh, is that your life is One prophetic season after another prophetic season. Your life moves in the cycles of the prophetic. Somebody say cycles of the prophetic. Say that again. Say cycles of the prophetic. That means that every time, every season of your life is a new unfolding or revelation of whatever God has spoken over your life from the beginning of time. When God speaks over our lives, we go through these cycles where he peels back Layers of revelation of himself. And in this, we are are a prophetic utterance that is being told and unfolded season by season of our lives. This is why it's important that men and women always trust the will of God and understand that God, when he speaks, he does not speak in a sense that it is happening while he's speaking, but he speaks in a tense that it has already happened. The reason why it is prophetic is not because it is going to make it happen, but what a prophet does is a prophet reveals in proper timing what God has already said. I'm going to say that again. God has already spoken everything over your life. Somebody shout, everything over my life. He has spoken everything. So when we say God is saying or God is speaking, God is really not saying or speaking, He's already spoken. And, and, but the prophetic is for the sake of taking what God has spoken and revealing it in the season in which he's ready to reveal. So prophecy, for most of us, is or, for, or from, from a biblical perspective, is the gift of discerning what God is ready to do and speaking that God is about to perform what he already said. God wants to perform some stuff in your life that he already spoke over your life. Am I talking to anybody tonight? God wants to perform some stuff in your life that he has already spoken over your life. And this is why faith is important. This is why I asked you, were we still people of faith or have we come to the point where we become religious and we just do church instead of doing faith? Because faith is what unlocks your seat. Your, it, it unlocks you into your season of the prophetic. It is by your faith when the prophet speaks over your life that it is the time in which God is trying to perform a thing. God has spoken in eternity that it should happen. The prophetic says that it is now the moment that it shall be. The opportunity is there for you to take advantage of everything that God has said. But what enters you into a prophetic season is your faith to walk in what God has promised. So now we are believers. Somebody shout, I'm a believer. I'm a believer that God loves me. I'm a believer that I'm saved, but I'm also a believer that God is gonna finish what he has spoken over my life. Am I talking to anybody in here? Touch your neighbor real quick and say, God is going to finish what he spoke over your life. He's gonna finish, but it's my faith. Somebody shout, my faith. This is why Jude says this, in the book of Jude. He simply says, contend for your faith, contend for your belief in what God has spoken. Contend, what the enemy is really after in your life is not your house, he's not after your car. Watch this, he's not after your happiness, he's not after your peace. Everybody, oh, the devil's trying to take your peace. He's not trying to take your peace, he's trying to take your faith. And if he can take your faith, he'll take your peace because our peace is connected to the fact that we believe God's going to make everything all right. Tell your neighbor God's gonna make everything all right. Tell, I mean, I mean, you. I'm, I'm, I need the faith walkers to speak today. Say every God is going to make everything all right. God's gonna make everything all right. And in this season, I don't want people to just do church with me. I want people to talk to me. I want people to speak into my life. You ever had somebody talk to you and you, and you like they meant that when they said that? That's that's what that's who you need in this season of your life. You need people that actually believe what God has spoken over your life. So that every time they look at you in your face and tell you what God has said, you know that there is a witness, that witness that testifies with what God has spoken and the two come together in agreement on earth and it shall be so in your life. So I want you to tell your neighbor one more time that it's going to happen in your life. It's gonna happen in your life. This is the way that, this is where God is right now. And this is the season that we're in as a church, and this is a season where the people in this room are in, where God is ready to perform what he has promised. I'm going to say that again. God is ready to perform what he has promised. I'm going to say that again. God is ready to perform what he has promised. Now, maybe he hasn't promised you anything, but for some of us that God has promised some things to, this is a harvest season for what God has promised over your life. Amen. Amen. This is a harvest season. So, so the prophetic, God, God sent me here as a modern day prophet to tell you that the season is ready. Not that he's getting ready, but he has already spoken that it shall be. And I'm here to prophesy that the season is open. Now, do you have the faith to walk in what God has promised you? Do you have the faith to walk in what God has promised you? He took took Joshua and put them by the Jordan, and he he told Moses to send spies over into the land. They go over into the land where God has promised them. The land was prepared for them. The people were ready to give up the land to them. The people were afraid, the Bible said, because they had heard that God's children were coming to possess the land that they were in. The enemies of the the children of Israel had their bags packed and ready to run on sight when when they realized that the children of Israel showed up. But instead of walking boldly in what God told them to walk into, they walked timidly into a season that was prophesied over their life, that Moses was trying to prophesy to them that it was ready and prepared for them. They moved timidly in the season, and instead of taking the land, they came back with a report that said that they are not capable of taking, watch this, what God had given them. They said they weren't capable of taking what God has given them. And this is the season that God has prepared some stuff for you to have. And the question is, are you prepared to take what God's trying to give you? I'm going to try that one more time. Are you prepared to take what God is trying to give you? Or is your mind too small to take what God has given you? Is is uh, do you have too many limitations on you that you where you can't take what God is trying to do for you? The Bible said that they came back with grapes so big they had to carry them on on uh, 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 on on sticks. They said that they came back with pomegranates that was as big as their heads. In other words, they were literally walking with the promise in their hand, but they did not have the capacity to take what they had in their hands. They didn't have the emotional capacity to see that they were in a season that God was doing what He promised them in. You were in a season. Somebody shout, I'm in my season. I mean, you are in the season in which God has promised you. You're not on your way to a season. You're not about to go to a season. You don't have to wait one more season. God told me to tell you you are in a season in which God has promised you. Watch this. And for some of us, you already have in your hand a figment of what God is trying to do. And the real question is, can you handle what he's put in your hand? Can you grab around your brain the enormity of what God has given you? The voice he has given you, the vision he has given you, the resources he has given you, the people around you that he has given you. It might not look like the land, but they had the land in their hands and could not fathom what God was going to do, so they limited God's big dream down to what they had in their hand. And God's. said, And this is the season, this is the season. Somebody shout, this is my season. This is is the season where you will see what's in your hand as simply being a seed for what God is trying to do in your life. What they had in their hand was only a smidgen of an entire land that God was trying to give them. The little gift that you see that people are clapping for right now, God is saying, I've got a world of people that can't wait to celebrate what I put inside of you. But can you see beyond your seed? he tells Abraham he says Abraham I got uh, he says I want you to take your son your only son up to the top of the mountain because I am about to produce in you what I promised I would produce in you and he takes his son and he brings to God to uh two of his workers with them. he says, prepare the, the donkeys because God wants a sacrifice and this sacrifice he says that it will be worship to God. He takes them to the bottom of the mountain and he tells the, t- the boys, he says, you guys watch the donkeys, me and, and my son are going to go up to the top of this mountain so that we can worship God. They start working their way up the top of the mountain and Abraham starts to realize that I don't really have anything to sacrifice to God and he looks over at his son and he essentially says I guess my son is going to have to be it. So the Bible says that he takes his son and and he he, he, he ties his son up and says "Just, just walk with me a little bit. He walks with him and his son starts to recognize we've got fire and we've got we got rope but we don't see a lamb his son's about 13 years old his son is not a baby like you know we've shown his son is like 13 years old he says he says to his son he says his son says what? Well, help me understand dad how Are we going to worship and have the promise at the same time? Now, you got to understand what I mean when I say promise. Because God told Isaac, I told him to take his only son, Isaac, to the top of the hill. And he takes his son to the top of the hill. And now he's about to sacrifice his son. But it's not an ultimate sacrifice because he actually has another son. If you remember, his first son's name was Ishmael, not Isaac. Ishmael was the the son uh, that he he's the result of when God ain't acting fast enough. He's the decision. Of when God's not acting fast enough. So when when they when God promised them a child, they he, he brings them, they God, they're, God's not, they're not conceiving as fast as they want to conceive. So uh, so Sarah says, Why don't you go and lay with Hagar? And after you finish laying with Hagar, the baby that you two have together, I'll put her on my lap and we'll act like she's mine, and we'll call this what God promised us. And, and then But Abraham buys it. He says, "I can do that. We'll do it because you are incapable of producing the promise." Amen. Uh, They accept Hagar and they take Hagar, and a year later she ends up Sarah ends up getting pregnant, or years later rather, Sarah ends up getting pregnant. So now Sarah has a child that is the promise. Hagar has a child that is the result of their haste. And now God says that you're going to worship me because I'm about to take you into the season of which I promised you that you would look up at the stars and the stars would be as multiple as your seed. I'm about to do that, but I want you to first kill the seed that's going to produce the seeds. And Abraham, watch his faith. He takes his son and he begins to move up the mountain to kill the seed that's supposed to produce the seeds because he's got another seed down at the bottom of the hill. Abraham had prepared himself to live with what was left as opposed to living with what was promised. God help me in this place. I'm helping somebody. I'm preaching better than y'all shouting amen. And many people in this room have settled their lives on what's left instead of what's promised. Am I preaching to anybody now? Hey, many people in this room have settled their lives that this is going to be what it's going to be. I'm going to take what God sends me. I'm going to take who God sends me. I'm going to take what, whatever comes my whatever's left, I'll take it. Instead of fighting for the promise we've taken second place and said you'll just be what God promised. But I've got news for you. That is not what God promised. And sometimes you've got to let what's second be second. Y'all ain't talking back to me. Sometimes you've got to let what not God be that that ain't God. Even though I'm by myself, you ain't God. Even though this is that, that ain't God. Even though that's a nice job, that ain't God. God promised me something and I will have my Isaac and not this Ishmael that you're telling me I need to satisfy myself with. He's moving to the top of the hill. Am I preaching to anybody in here tonight? Because I believe that half the reason why God sent me in this building tonight was to tell somebody don't settle for Ishmael. That even though you're at the top and it feels like you're about to give up the seed of your promise. God told me to tell you that what's on the hill is what I promised you. What's at the bottom of the hill is what I told you to walk away from and I'd rather be at the altar with what God promised me than be in the house with who God didn't tell me to be with I need somebody to open their mouth and give God a praise because sometimes the promise has to go to an altar Sometimes the promise got to go to an altar. Tell your neighbor, sometimes the promise has to go to an altar. It has to go to an altar. Sometimes the promise has to be in jeopardy of being taken away from you. Sometimes the promise has to have potential not to produce what you thought it would produce. Because it's in that moment where God says, Abram, where is your faith? god help me in this place i even the even the boy realized that we're in a season to worship i see the fire and i see the altar we're in the season but where is the sacrifice and abram said, well you about to be the sacrifice but he didn't understand that god was preparing a season and isaac prophesied the pro- y'all not talking back to me in here isaac prophesied that there should be something on the altar and before he became it God put a ram in the bush I, I need somebody that still believes That there is a ram in the bush that's going to save your Isaac. It's going to save your dream. It's going to save your family. It's going to save everything you've been believing God for. That as long as you don't settle for Ishmael, your Isaac is going to come to pass. Yo, Isaac, tell your neighbor, my Isaac is going to come to pass. My Isaac. It's going to come to pass. I might I might feel like I'm going to lose it, but it's going to come to pass. I might get ready to quit on it, but it's still going to come to pass. You might get ready to try to walk away from it, but it's still going to come to pass. Watch this. You might get ready to put it on the altar, but it's still going to come to pass. Because God will command a ram to start making enough noise that you won't destroy what he promised you. God, help me in this place. Some of the noise in your life is to keep you from messing up what God promised you. So he makes the ram make enough noise in the bush to keep you from making a bad decision on your Isaac. Am I helping anybody in here tonight? I, I just came here to ignite dreams. I didn't really have a Bible study. I just came here to ignite a vision. I came here to ignite dreamers. I came here to ignite people that's got a word over their life and you're waiting for God to manifest it. I'm over here trying to tell you, don't put your dream on the altar, even if you're at the top of the mountain. Start looking around for your ram that's in the bush because God will never take what he promised you away from you because he will provide, watch this, for himself. We never needed your help with your dream anyway. God help me in this place. He put that dream inside of you. That's his dream not your dream. You just see it but it's God's idea of your life and you don't get to put it on the altar and say I'm done with it and I'll deal with what's on the ground. Watch this and have the nerve to call it worship. God said, no no that's not worship that's aborting your purpose. That's what that would be. That ain't worship. That's getting out of doing what I called you to do. That's not worship. That's walking away saying it's too hard I might as well quit. He said where are my people that'll start looking around for their ram in the bush so that I can provide for them in the season of their sacrifice in the season of your sacrifice Tell your neighbor it's my season. It's my season. It's my season. Yeah, I need somebody to believe that. Y'all talking like that, like you don't believe it. You got to it's my season. It's my season. You're in a season. You're in a season. And when you're in a season, you can ask God for anything that that season can birth. When you can determine that you're in a season, whatever that season can birth, you can begin to call it down and ask God for it. I need somebody in this room that still has the faith to open your mouth and ask God for the ridiculous things where are my ridiculous believers at in this house open up your mouth and give God a praise in here tonight I said open your mouth and give him a ridiculous praise in here tonight my God my God my I still believe for college I still believe for children I still believe for a spouse I still believe for a business I, where are my believers? You're not going to have to deal, you're not going to have to live, you're not going to have to satisfy yourself with what was left. God is going to give you what he promised. You're not going to have to satisfy yourself with the Ishmael that's left at the bottom of the hill. And some of you got the friends that were left. Some of you living in the life that was left. Some of you dealing with the people that was left. Some of you marrying who's left. Some of you taking what's left. The devil is a lie. God has never built his kingdom on what's left. He built his kingdom on what he promised. Jesus, him, this, on what's promised. And this is the season now. I speak this over your life. This is the season, if you got the courage to receive it, I need you to lift your hands in this place. This is the season where the promise is going to begin to manifest his life. Pastor, you don't usually talk like that. I feel an unction of the Holy Ghost. That this is the season that God is going to manifest the promise that he spoke over your life. But it's a big promise. I don't care. He is about to manifest his promise. And if you can believe that, open your mouth and give God a praise in here this night manifest I said manifest I said he's gonna manifest he's showing it in this season he's performing it in this season he's moving it in this season he is manifesting what he promised Hey, I need somebody that believes that to begin to praise God. I said begin to praise God. Fix your mind that I'm moving into a new season fix your mind that I'm moving into what God promised. Start walking like you're in the promise. Start opening your mouth and declaring it like you're in the promise. Start dressing yourself like you're moving in the promise because I have been commissioned to prophesy that you are entering into your season of promise. You better open your mouth and give him a praise. Yes. Yes! Yes! I'm entering into a season of promise. I'm entering into a season of wealth. I'm entering into a season of spiritual vitality. I'm entering into a season of uncanny favor. I'm entering into a season of debt cancel. I'm entering into a season where I find everything that God dropped for me. This is the season of my healing. The season of my retribution. The season of what was stolen to be returned. This is... Your season open your mouth and give God a shout of praise I said give him a shout of praise yeah 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 yes 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 I hear him say my people have settled too much no more settling in 19 my people have settled for too much no more settling in 19 I'll stop when I'm finished not when I get applause, not when I get tired, not when I fail, I'll quit when I'm finished. In Jesus' name, over every person in this room, receive what God is speaking over your life. Yeah, yes, receive what He's speaking over your life. I said receive what He's speaking over your life. Restoration. This is a season of restoration. This is a season of restoration. This is a season of restoration. I dare you to open up your spirit and open up your mouth and tell the devil, nope, that ain't good enough. Nope, that's not enough. Nope, that's not what God promised. It's good, but he promised me great. It's all right, but he promised me better than that. This is your season of determining your worth and your value and putting it on the mark for what God is going to hold in your life. I need somebody that believes that to activate your faith right now. Activate your faith right now. I'm not walking away from another big deal. I'm not walking away from another grand job i'm not walking away from another good man i'm not walking away from another good bull man i'm not walking away from the stuff that god promised me because i don't have the capacity to believe that there's a ram in the bush for me hey shandaba i need to i need somebody in this room that can grab a hold of that and give God the best praise that you can in this room right now. I said give him the best praise that you can in this room right now. He's level. He's raising the bar of your expectation. He's raising the bar of excellence to you. He's raising the bar now in the name of Jesus Christ. He's raising the bar He's raising the bar He's lifting the bar He's raising the bar He's lifting the bar He's raising the bar He's lifting the bar He's raising the bar He's raising the bar He's raising the bar You deserve better than what you've taken You deserve better than what you settled for The devil is a liar He called you to accept great things for your life Great things for your ministry. Great things for your personal life. And I come against average in Jesus' name. But, Pastor, I don't deserve it. Yes, you do deserve it. God made you worthy of every great promise that He spoke over your life. Somebody help her praise the Lord tonight. Help her praise the Lord tonight. Pray, Mama. Help her praise the Lord tonight. Help her praise the Lord tonight. Help her praise the Lord tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the name of Jesus. I need somebody to help me pray. I need somebody to help me pray. Come with me. In the name of Jesus. I hear God saying there's some people you got to leave at the bottom of the hill. Oh Shanda. He said I hear that you would sacrifice for me. If you can get away from some people. There are some folks that you got to leave with the donkeys in order to go to the top of the mountain and I'll provide for you what you've been believing for but I can't give it to you while you got them I need you and your gift you and your Isaac you and the promise he said this is between you, me and the promise every other voice in your life you gotta leave at the bottom of the hill with the jackasses And you gotta leave them at the bottom of the hill with the donkeys and I'll provide for you all the things that I've been showing you in your dream I need somebody to open your mouth and give God praise with her in Jesus name in Jesus name open your mouth and give God praise give God praise give God praise give God a praise in this place in the name of Jesus I hear God saying I've been speaking to you about coming out of your hiding he said I've been speaking to you about coming out of Your hiding. I've been speaking to you about coming out of Your hiding. I decree a high voice. I decree a high voice. By high I mean a commanding voice in the Kingdom. I decree a commanding voice in the Kingdom. And I hear them saying I've been speaking to you about coming out. I've been speaking to you about coming out Today is Your coming out party. Today is Your coming out party your voice will be heard your voice will be respected your voice will be received but you do have to come out and stand in what God has called you to stand in in the name of Jesus I hear him saying I won't visit you on this matter again I hear him saying it either shall be or it won't be so in this season you take advantage of what God Somebody help her bless the Lord. Somebody help her bless the Lord. 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 Bless the Lift those hands in this place. Lift those hands in this atmosphere. Lift those hands in this atmosphere. Oh God. Lift those hands in this atmosphere. Literally anything can happen when the presence of the Lord is moving. Anything can happen when the presence of the Lord is moving. Anything, anything, anything. I speak a new wave of self-confidence. I speak a new wave. Somebody get her. She's looking down. She's looking down. I speak a new wave. Of self-confidence. I speak a new wave of self-confidence over your life in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands if you don't mind. I, I, I'm trying to keep this microphone from screen. Lift those hands. Somebody help her worship the Lord. I speak a whole new level of confidence to everything that God spoke over your life. I speak a new word. I speak a word rather of confidence over your life one more time. One more time, he said, I got you. He said, I supported you. You can walk in confident in this thing, that he that begun the work is faithful to complete the work even until the days of Jesus Christ. And I hear him saying that I'm gonna erase some things that have been going through your mind that have been making you feel inferior. He said, I hear him that I'm gonna erase some voices that have spoken negatively over what I promised you in your life. He said, "And I'm gonna replace them with new voices will see the value of what I put in your life and it's coming now in this season in Jesus name will somebody help us praise the Lord help us praise the Lord help us praise the Lord come on shall help us praise the Lord help us praise the Lord lift those hands lift those hands lift those hands I hear him saying what you've been sowing in tears. There's a new joy that you're going to reap in this season. I need to lay my hands on you. He says what you've been sowing. Into, come on, help me, Sister Erica, Pastor E. He said what you've been sowing in tears. I hear him saying in this joy you're going to reap. In this season, you're going to reap a joy. He said what you've been sowing. He said he's, there's a joy that's going to erase a, a deep sadness. There's a joy there's a joy that's going to erase a deep sadness. There's a joy that can get all the way in there. There's a joy that can get all the way in there. He said, and I'm going to pull out the sadness, and I'm going to replace it with a joy that the world can't give. I'm going to replace it with a joy that serving can't give. I'm going to replace it with a joy that being on post can't I'm going to replace the joy that being a great friend cannot return to you. This joy, I hear him saying, is a joy of gratitude from heaven into your spirit. This is God saying, I see you and I thank you. I hear him saying, I see you and I thank you. I seen you and I thank you. I need somebody to help us praise God. And I hear him say, well done, well done, well done. sister well done and for some people that's all we want to hear God say I need somebody to open up your mouth and help her praise the Lord help her praise the Lord help her praise the Lord healing is in this room healing is in this room healing is in this room restoration is in this house Restoration is in this house. Restoration is in this house. Yes. 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 God, we bless you. 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 Help us worship tonight. Lord, we give you praise. we give you the honor in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus it's coming D, it's coming man it's coming D, it's coming brother it's on his way to your life now in Jesus name it's on his way, I speak it over your life in Jesus name I speak it over your life Man, I speak it over your life. That God's gonna finish everything he promised you. I see no, I see influence over your life. I see authorship over your life. I need somebody to help me worship. I need somebody to help me worship. Secret treasures are gonna start coming out of your belly and into the real world through creative and through spiritual means. this is your season to invest in your destiny invest in your purpose invest in what God promised you this is your season Father, I I pray you keep your hand on him, Lord. Don't let him stray from where you're taking him, God. Father, let all the voices around him see that you've called him in a unique space in you, a beloved position in you. So I come against the drug dealer and the gangbangers, and I come against the wayward girls and the wayward women. I come against the molester. I come against everybody that would try to get him off track. God, for you have a special calling on this young man's life. In the name of Jesus Christ. We give you the glory now. We give you the glory now. We give you the glory now. We give you the glory. 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 Yeah. us. Father, we bless you tonight. Father, we bless you tonight. Father, we bless you tonight. Ishmael's at the bottom of the hill and either you're going to bring this promise to pass God or you're not but it's going to die at Moriah or it's going to live at Moriah I need somebody to lift those hands if you know what I'm talking about God it's going to die at Moriah or it's going to live at Moriah but I won't convolute my purpose of my dream with the Ishmael that needs to stay at the bottom of the hill. I'm either going to make it or I'm not going to make it, but it's going to happen up here at Moriah, me and and my purpose. Father, I give you the praise. I give you the praise. I give you the praise. There's too much destiny in this room for the world and this city not to be turned upside down. But Pastor, you didn't prophesy to me. You already know what God has spoken over your life. I can only speak what he told me to speak. He, but, if, but if you didn't catch a word in this room tonight, shame on you because God spoke to everybody, even the man holding his microphone. In the name of Jesus. Mm. Mm. There's too much destiny in this room. There's too much destiny in this room. There's too much excellence in this room. There's too much that God has called to a whole nother level in this room. This house can't be average, this house can't be normal. This house has a national anointing on it, it has an international anointing on it This house has to raise its level of excellence it has to raise its level of prayer it has to raise its level of presentation It has to raise its level of anointing It has to raise this level There's too much purpose and destiny in this house Too much, too much, too much Because you're here, there's too much because you're in this building, there's too much. Hey, Kandorobasa. I bless you, God. I bless you, God. I bless you, God. I give God the praise. I give God the praise. Because one day I'll tell y'all that today I got the best news I've gotten in 45 years of living. One day I'll tell y'all the story. Today ain't the day. But, it, But it reminded me reminded me, God reminded me, today, that there's always a ram in the bush, as long as you worship me over your Isaac. As long as you can trust me and don't worship the gift and the promise, he says that I'll make sure that there's a ram in the bush, and you'll be able to worship me and keep your son. You'll be able to worship, I just want to know you'd worship me and be able to handle the billions. I just want to know you'd worship Worship me and be able to be a good parent. I just want to know you worship me and be able to have a gift. I said, and when you and when I, Abraham said, God, you can have the gift as long as I can worship. God said, I'll take the worship and you get the gift. That's what this season is all about. Somebody shout, I'm in a season. Say that again. Say, I'm in a season. I call it forth in Jesus' name. I call it forth in Jesus' name right now. If you're watching online, I call it forth in Jesus' name, our Lord. Father, we bless you tonight. We give you the glory tonight. We give you all the honor tonight. For you have spoken to us in such a I dare you to live your life not like God is speaking, but like God has spoken.